But I will say this. It seems like after dating Big Ed or being an associated with Big Ed, the glow up on these women is amazing. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Why, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. We are live, we are talking about 90 Day Fiancé, The Single Life, Part 2 of the Tell-All. And for those listening on to the podcast, thank you so much for all your support. But before we even get into it, how are you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good. And I do want to put out a, a warning out there. There is a lot of heavy rain where I'm located in Toronto. I'm not sure that people are seeing potential power outages. So we're going to try to get through as much as we can and cross our fingers. It doesn't happen. So how, how, where do we even begin? Because this was crazy. It was a long, long tell-all. I think it was, what, about 95 minutes? Right, um, it was 95 minutes. This was the longer portion of the tell-all as opposed to part one, which is only an hour. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's it's a lot to get through. And I feel like we can just get Brittany out of the way because... You know, Miss Brittany is the queen of ghosting. We just saw briefly her true colors and how she's wasting everybody's time, according to the cast, and even our time. Yeah, I was, I, I don't, you know, the crazy part is I don't blame the cast for being upset with her. Um, you know, they finally get a hold of her, which we saw at the end of the last um, episode. And they begin this portion of the tell-all with it that she is, you know, and she's all made up, she's all glammed up, and she's she's swearing that, oh, I just couldn't do it because I couldn't get my hair right, the glam squad. Like, what was she thinking? I, this is my personal opinion, guys. I think she thought because she was coming to New York that she was getting some really swanky accommodations, that they were going to just, like, glam her up, glam her up, you know, that they were just going to cater to her every whim, and she found out that wasn't the case. First of all, it's COVID. Like, you know, things that they would normally do, I mean, for goodness sake, restaurants are still giving people utensils and paper bags and telling them, like, here, you take your utensils out yourself. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like Brittany was just being a diva. And she was just, like, coming up with excuses. Because if she were to sit in that couch with everybody, she would have been attacked by every single cast member out there. Because, really, she just played a shady person. She is a shady person. She ghosted Terrence. Terrence needs to find somebody, obviously, better than her. And, you know, I believe Terrence's story, the way she is and the way she acts... All of a sudden, it's fine and dandy, and then it's like, he, you know, she ghosts him, and 
we, he doesn't hear anything from her. And then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden he's the one to blame for because she apparently communicates, but from his perspective, she doesn't. And we've seen that through the whole entire series of the single life. She does not, does not communicate. Apparently when, after they had that one, whatever you want to call it, if it was a date or a get together later on, she claims like, well, you know, because we had Justin, the Canadian, come by. She had to ghost him. She couldn't have. She didn't have the audacity to be honest and say, "Listen, I'm seeing other people." But no, she is just like one of the biggest losers. Let's just say that to be nice, and she like it's just lame excuses. And I love how the cast came together and said, "You know what." We wasted our time. Danielle missed a day of school, people. Danielle. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Danielle, I feel bad because, you know, you want to be there. You get your bonus check, but also you have to make those accommodations. And it's just like, oh my gosh, Danielle, you missed a day of school. Yeah, I would be worried too, especially when you've been working so hard at it. So I don't feel like it's more, I feel like also to what you mentioned is, yeah, the combinations like girl, it's friggin' TLC. Look how much money you were getting paid for the single life of 90 fiance. Put two and two together. Plus, it is COVID. What do you expect? Like, if there were so many shady excuses that I do not believe anything that she said. Of course, she went to go get her little surgery done. And then she plays a casual, like, you know, I have to go get some groceries and I have to get some stuff done and you know, stuff done. Like, oh, whatever, Brittany. I'm done with her. Oh, I'm so over her. I'm so over her. I'm really hoping she doesn't come back for season two. Like, oh my I gosh, really I hope not. She doesn't come back for season two. So, I honestly, I I hope she doesn't come back. But you know, the, the crazy part with Brittany is I was over her with Yazin, and mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she I just she just she was a clout chaser. Like she just wanted the fame. She was thirsty for fame. And this is this is the result. You know, people catch on to things and even their own even the own cast. So you know what? I'm done talking about Britney if you are. <laughs> oh, definitely. But TLC, if you are listening, please bring back we, we, we need a spin-off of Adam, everyone's favorite interpreter. Oh, definitely. We do, we do. Let's know about his life. He apparently he's married and we want to get to know more about him. <laughs> I'm saying Discovery Plus, what's going on here? So who did you want to talk about next? All right. I was going to say, let's get into Fernanda. Again, we got to really relive her dating life with Robbie, who I think he's fantastic. He's pretty much upfront. He doesn't play any games. I feel like he should hook up with Liz for some reason. I don't know because they're close in age than him and Fernanda. Right. And, you know, is Fernanda really a jealous person is my question. You know what? She can't be controlling. She's got that fiery side. And the reason why I say that is because I myself, I am a Latina and I love to take control. And I'm a Leo on top of that. So it kind of makes it worse. Um, so <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> she can I know, but you know, we Latinas <laughs> have that moment of, you know, where it's like explosion. Mm. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it, you, you see, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> we both 
talk the same language when it comes to cultural stuff, especially with the Latino background. And it's like, I feel like is Fernanda jealous? Yeah, I can see her being jealous. She was jealous with Fernanda uh, with um, what's his name again, Jonathan, at the nightclub scene that they pulled up. And you know, she can be. She can be really. I am I really jealous? Not so much, to be honest. Which is odd for a lot of people but i'm actually not but for her i can see it like she she already didn't like that robbie did not text her back she wanted emojis she wanted good morning sweetheart she wanted good night my right. baby how are you good afternoon like i i don't even have time for that to send messages like that if my partner wanted it like come on like seriously but you know what it is it comes re remember the one thing we have to remember about fernanda is she is only 22. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she's very, very young. Like we want to say, oh, she should know this. She should know that. She should know the other. Fernanda was only 22. She's not even 25 yet, people. Like seriously. So, yeah. Yeah, she's got a lot of growing up to do. And, you know, again, there was nothing really dramatic about her scene and her situation through the whole series of the t of the single life. Uh, so really, we got to see Robbie again. And, you know, he he was a trooper, a professional as always. And we've got to meet Noelle. Noelle got to meet Robbie. They both, Noelle and Robbie, were able to agree on some things about Fernanda. Um, the one thing I got to say with Robbie, the way he says her name, like, Fernanda. Like, I'm just like, isn't it Fernanda? Like, Fernanda. Like, do we <laughs> Yeah, it's like he draws it out for whatever reason. So weird. <laughs> Definitely. Anything else to Fernanda before we... Or, mm. sorry, Fernanda. <laughs> Fernanda. <laughs> no, there's nothing about Fernanda that we need to talk about. All right. Awesome. Who did you want to talk about next? Because, of course, there was Debbie, Culty, Jess. We got to see the cheater. Um, we got to see Molly. Oh, my gosh. Cop Kelly. Uh, Luis. I think okay. we should really talk about Cop Kelly, Luis, and Molly. Because, okay, we finally get to talk about Molly and Kelly. And can I say that Kelly's brother is super cute? Can I say that Cop Kelly's like the MVP of this episode? Because his oh reactions yes, and his background co director's commentating was like hilarious. Oh yeah, he was he was just like on it. And then he wasn't I think the thing that I loved about him was that he wasn't loud. Like some of them mm -hmm. like during a tell all, they're like, What? You took that? But he was like, Are you serious? Like, that's just not right. Like he was just so cool and calm and collected about it. Yeah, or when the part he 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 said a lot of like, oh damn, like he really went that way. Or right, right. <laughs> and I love the way he was attentive to Molly. Like even during the whole Louise thing, he kept checking to make sure that Molly was okay. And and I I I, I mean that to me that was like super great to me. I feel like because he's a cop, he's learned a lot about people and body language and he's able to deal with any situation, really. Let's be honest, like when you go through intensive training of body language, the way people react to certain situations and how to react back, I feel like that plays a huge part 
in anything, especially in relationships and your own personal life. And it helps you out in those ways. So I feel like him, I don't know how many years he's been a cop, but I feel like that's helped him. We seen him, how he is with Molly and how he's so great with her. And he's just like calm, cool, collected. Like it's fantastic. Right, right. I, I, I love that. And the fact that he held her hand just about the whole time. And especially while Luis is there, like, you know, this is my woman, you know? Because to me, I really don't understand. Like, to me, Luis pulls a Jesse, like, I'm here. You know, I, I expected him to go, aha. You know, it's just like really crazy. I just felt like it was ridiculous for them to bring back Luis because he wanted to, sorry, let me just pull up my notes here. The truth in air quotes, the truth and how he wanted an apology from Molly for what really happened. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm still trying to figure, Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. She fired him from the house. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what did he need an apology for? But yeah, he said, you know, when she fired me from the house, and I think everybody was, like, confused because we all had to figure out, like, what he meant. Like, she fired you from the house. Oh, you mean when she kicked you out? Okay, 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 okay. Now, the funny thing is he's trying to, like, claim, oh, yeah, well, I wasn't dating the woman at the same time. Um, Buddy, nobody goes, hey, you know what? We just got divorced. I met this woman yesterday. I'm going to marry her, so can I have my papers? Like, that's not how any of this works. I agree. I agree. So like, for him to say, oh, yeah, I I didn't know her while I was, I wasn't cheating mm. on Molly with her. I didn't know her. First of all, if, if memory serves me right, didn't he say there was somebody he was seeing in New Jersey when he went to go live with his brother? Yes. And this was way before she divorced him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you weren't cheating on Molly. Now, you might... Now, I will I will say this. He may not have been cheating on Molly with the woman he married. But he was definitely cheating on Molly. Because they were still married. So, yeah. And he's just like... He won't say what his immigration status is. He won't say anything. And even Vanessa's like, maybe he just doesn't want them to find out who he is. Or what what's going on with him. And it's like, I didn't get that. It's, it's ridiculous because this man got remarried in September of 2020. Um, shortly after they announced that they were getting divorced. So clearly, don't play stupid, Luis, and think that, you know, when Sean asked, have you been on the internet? Like, first of all, I feel like Patty Zingler, which I mentioned yesterday's live and yesterday's episode, she needs to be the host of the single live because she would have cut the BS and she could have told him, no, you're a liar. You wanted a green card and you need to get out. Like, you know, I feel like sometimes... The host needs to be a little bit more aggressive, but I know it's like a whole production thing involved and there's a lot of things that 
moving parts of becoming the host. You don't have that much flexibility and you've got to be respectful of others and yada, yada. But like, really this, we're talking about Luis. We, Luis is the one who took advantage of Molly, which I completely agree. I've seen this in real life where people take advantage of people like Molly themselves and they end up finding another woman behind their back in order to leave the relationship. But it's like, ugh, you know, it, it, Oh, playing stupid and pretending like he doesn't know English. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know how to work the phone. Anybody does. Right. And then the other thing of, you know, well, that's not your business. That's not, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, like, I think we had better, we had better chemistry with Mike and Natalie during their last tell-all. Right? Like, okay, my my and, and and I think this was what irritated me about Louise. You came specifically to set the record straight, but you had nothing to say. Yeah, you had absolutely nothing. And this guy's claiming like, oh, I, I everyone's going to hear the truth and I deserve an apology. Also, what I'm reading here, um, this was an article published September 7th of 2020. Uh, here it says, uh, Louise, ex-husband of 90 fiance, um, Molly, is getting deported back to Dominican Republic and appears from his divorce. Molly may have played a role into the removal of the state's. But just five months after their divorce from Molly in 2018, Luis has been already married to another person. Um, so it's obviously we don't know what the status is like. But overall, this guy is such a shady person. He He's just the biggest scammer of life. Like he, you know what? I'm glad you know that everybody dislikes you. Sorry, everybody hates you. Well, let's just use that word because that's the truth. And, you know, you just wasted everybody else's time and even our time watching this episode and all the other viewers as well. But also there is another article here from April 9th of 2021. Um, however, that Luis is in the midst of being deported back to the Dominican Republic. It looks like his new wife may not be a legal citizen of the United States. That's which what I means... was going to say. I don't think his wife is legal. That would be... Okay, so quick Crazy. explanation here. Remember, when you apply for the K-1 visa or a spousal visa, that is specifically for you to marry that particular person. If, for whatever reason you get divorced and I think they did officially get divorced as opposed to having the marriage annulled. Um, which would mean that she was responsible. But the fact that I think the real legal issue is that he got married so quickly to another person and that person was not a legal citizen, which means they cannot sponsor each other because neither one of them were here legally. So, yeah. So this is why he doesn't want to answer many questions about his status, because clearly everyone's been finding out last year of his situation because all of these articles came out uh, 2020. And of course, the one that I just read about his wife uh, not being an American it was just past February, which, of course, this is when the single life has been uh, coming out. And of course, we've been behind. But overall, this man is such a disgusting person. 
and the fact that he like this the, the other stupidness of him of when he's when she says i took care of your family and when your father called or when your family called because your father needed five hundred dollars i she wanted to finish her sentence of saying i want i i ended up sending that money but he's like but who makes the money Luis, like, did you want the stupid answer? Because I would say, you know, she didn't make the money. She's not the one grabbing the paper and printing it. She's the one that had the money and ended up sending the money to your family. And he's trying to claim, like, right. it was him. Uh, I don't think you were working, first of all. If you were given an allowance, it's still not your money because it comes from Molly, from her business. If you want to go into logistics and the history of who made the money, maybe call the, the bank of America, which I don't know if you guys call it the bank of here. We call it the bank of Canada, the one who prints the money. I don't know what you guys call. It. I know you guys have a bank called that. Yes. Treasury. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> guys do not call the bank of America. Cause they'll be like, we don't print money. <laughs> yeah. I always get confused. Cause I know every, you guys, uh, the, you guys have a different term for different things. So, if I were to call the Bank of America, they'll tell me, you know what, let's link you up to the Canadian Mint, and this way we can give you a history about how money is made. Like, the stupidest question, who made the money? I'm thinking, wait a second, who made it? Like, did you honestly think she grabbed, you know, you know, planted a birch tree, you know, let it grow for 100 years, and grabbed the paper, grabbed the ink? Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was just the dumbest question. I know there's a miscommunication. It was so stupid. It was so it's stupid. Just, like mm. he was just trying to, and that's why I said he pulled a Je he pulled a Jesse. Mm -hmm. He pulled a Jesse because no one was thinking about Luis, and it's like we weren't even thinking about Luis this whole entire <laughs> season, and all of a sudden you show up. Here we go, TLC with the pop up on the on the you know tell all, and I'm like, Luis, it was not needed. It wasn't. It wasn't. He wasted everyone's time just about as much as Brittany. Oh, for sure. And Colty's just telling him, it's either you be part of this wonderful family. <laughs> oh, that was so hilarious. It's like, be part of the family or gut out. <laughs> it's weird to say this, but Colty uh, kind of won me over during this tell-all because he actually defended spoke up actually said some reasonable things that i'm like oh my gosh am i agreeing with this man like what happened maybe he should have married vanessa years ago right exactly he should have because it's like he got married he got a ring on his finger and he got some common sense i i was blown away even uh the cheater was very uh jealous and and uh, all of the above emotions with him which we'll definitely get into but anything else to add to molly and kelly i know they mentioned they've been uh searching for homes the still the thing of having kids has been something that uh they don't want to do and also Luis being so dumb and saying well is larissa coming and i'm just like really buddy Really? We're talking about you and you want to know who made the money, not how does Larissa come into play here? So I think it was just pure yeah, so stupidness stupid. and waste yeah. of time. Yeah, so nothing else about Cop Kelly. I, I I I wish them the best because I think I think in this case Kelly and Molly are good together. I mean I agree. with with or without kids, Kelly and Molly are good together. I mean I know 
Kelly's big hang-up is he wants children, but I think the two of them are amazing together. I agree. I agree. So, did you want to get into talking about the cheater? For those who don't know, I keep saying the cheater. I'm talking about Ed. I don't like saying his name. The cheater, (laughs) a.k.a. the unlucky leprechaun. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or we go into talking about uh, Colty, Debbie, Jessica, Brian. Holy crap! They brought everybody with them. I know. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Micro Ed, aka the cheater, aka the lo- unlucky leprechaun. So he's still, you know, squeezing his eyes like a three-year-old and hoping to squeeze out a tear, you know, they should have just waved an onion in front of his face. It would have made it easier. Um, He was just like, so still being ridiculous. And now the crazy part is Liz. Liz is so enamored by him. Like, I really want to give us a chance. Now, the funny thing that she did say was that, when he gets people in his ear. And I ha- I do have to say this. I think it's almost like, you know, Danielle's opportunity friends, because we don't really see these friends too often unless it's on camera. And, and, and let's be real. Big Ed is a personality that's larger than himself where he's always on social media, he's always doing something, but we never see these friends unless he's in front of a TLC camera. So it seems like these are the opportunity friends again, where they're making sure they're in his ear, they're making sure this, they're making sure that, you know, so they they always have a chance to be on camera. Um, But Liz did say these are people that are always in his ear and able to change his mind. And, you know, which really makes me think, is he doing anything for himself or is he, you know, just doing it to be doing it? But I mean, we know that he is an opportunist. We already know that, but it's just super crazy. I I, I don't know. And she's ready to take him back because she still loves him. But then Fernanda chimes in, excuse me, Fernanda chimes in and says, he was just asking me about my roommate who's 26 and saying how pretty she is. And it's like, oh. But then Liz combats that with, well, he's still single. He's this, he's that. But wasn't this the man that just blocked her and went to Vegas and took a picture with, you know, his showgirls, aka his sugar babies. Like I I'm 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 so thrown off by this. I felt like she had to defend him in a certain way because apparently she loves him and cares for him. So she in her instinct had to defend him in that way, because also the cast has been literally jabbing him nonstop, which I clearly was enjoying myself seeing that. And I was like, hip, hip, hooray, hip, hip, hooray. And especially Debbie had her chance at it too. And I was just like, you know what? (laughs) Bring it on. Like, this is what I'm here for. Like, I'm running out of popcorn. I think I'm going to need some more. So I feel like she did that 
in a way of defending him and being able to protect him in a sort of way. But girl, open up your eyes. Like the guy I ghosted agree. you, went to Vegas, hooked up with some sugar babies. Like, come on. Doesn't that tell you enough? Like, really, what is it? Like, he has no money because clearly doesn't seem like he's working anymore. Um, he's just there for the fame. He's doing the Ed tour like always. He apparently doesn't like himself, but he's got everything of himself inside and out, including on his own body, which it's annoying. But like, you know, for him to also chime in as the cheater himself and talk about how this relationship shouldn't work because it doesn't make sense to me because both of you had cheated and commenting about Jess and Jess, Vanessa and Colty's relationship. I'm thinking, wow, coming from the guy who cheated, who loves yeah, to go let, out with. Let's not, yeah, let's not forget that's how his first marriage ended to mm-hmm. Tiffany's mother was that he cheated on her. Yes. So, and he's giving yeah. advice like Dr. Phil. Let's not forget he finally cut off the hair. Hmm. Yeah, like thank God. Mm-hmm. But overall, for this man to say anything and comment on every anybody's relationship on that hot seat, no way. You're the cheater yourself. You're just lucky no one has pointed it out during that tell-all because I'm pretty sure if someone has, right. then things would have even gotten even worse. And for him to place bets because he wants to deflect the question. And the comments being made about his own relationship with Liz and basically telling him that he needs to learn and grow up and grow up hair and how Liz needs to stop wasting time. And everyone's giving their opinion just to not for her not to be with him again. He tries to say, well, let's bet on Vanessa and Colty's relationship that it's not going to last for six months. Are you kidding me? But that just shows what type of jerk he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's not that's not something you do. Like, you can either put up or shut up, but why would you wish ill on someone else's relationship? Exactly. Especially coming from his mouth, the cheater, the perv, the everything else that we've been seeing these comments because we've seen some crazy accusations coming out of this man. And I know we stopped talking about it uh, during the recap episodes, but of course we decided to open it up for the single life uh, part two of the tell all because, you know, a lot has he he's played a lot into all of the other couples commentary. And I feel like, it, it was just ridiculous. It was truly ridiculous. And I was just like, wow, I cannot believe this man. Like, you know, it gives you that reassurance how disgusting he is and how he thinks he's better than everybody else. Knowing though he's got so much more, many problems that he has to deal with. And I'm sick and tired of him trying to pull the, you know, cause I'm in therapy and I'm learning about myself and I, I don't love myself. Like, it, come on, man. Like, the first thing is like, I, I want to interview his therapist. Like, I, I know his therapist can't tell us anything about him, but it's just like, can you confirm that this man is in therapy because he's such a manipulator? Or he tries to be a manipulator because he's not really manipulating anyone with possibly the exception of Liz. But I will say this. It seems like after dating Big Ed or being an associated with Big Ed, the glow up on these women is amazing. 
Like, it's almost like they realize they deserve better, and it goes boom. <laughs> yeah, for real, honestly. Um, anything else to add to the cheater? And, uh... No, not really, not really, because the next couple was a spectacle. The quadruple, polyuple, the weirdness, the everything, the circus, the Jesse and Brian show, the Colty and Vanessa show, and of course, the, of course, the Mama Debbie show. What in the world happened? It was like <laughs> Debbie could feel Jess and Brian coming and her whole demeanor changed. Oh yeah. She was just like, they're coming. I can hear them. I can hear her outside. She's so loud. She's so loud. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman. <laughs> and even Brian, when they sit down, says, you know, are you happy, Debbie? You know, we, we walked out here and your face changed. You were just so happy a few moments ago. You know, and then the weird part is now she starts yelling at Jess. Jess starts yelling at her. Now Brian's in it. He's trying to defend his wife. And it's just like nobody can get in a word edgewise, even Sean. No one can get, you know, control of these parties. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is going on? And finally, I don't know what it took, but ladies and gentlemen, it seems like Colty's pair dropped, finally. Because all of a sudden he's like, this is enough. This is enough. And then he reveals the biggest bombshell of all, that he and Vanessa are married. His mother didn't even know they were married. They went to Reno and got married, just the two of them, at a little chapel, something just for them. And I'm like, whoa. That's so crazy. And nobody knows what to say. Because it's super duper duper weird. It was like, wait, what? I, I was shocked. I mean, we knew... They got married, but we didn't know exactly how it happened. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, it was just, it was, he just wanted to drop that because there was a lot happening, guys. And for those who haven't watched it, depend on the recaps and YouTube clips, it was a lot. It was pretty heavy. It was a lot of beep. It was like, you know, you beep, um, sh you know, and, shut and, it. And <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, for those that don't know, for those that don't have Discovery Plus, because it is a streaming service, there is a lot less bleeping. Mm. So we did hear all the F-bombs and all the sugar honey iced teas and the Britney Spears initials and all of that. So if you have children and you're considering getting Discovery Plus, even if it's just for the TLC stuff, remember, please... If you have a potty mouth problem listening to that, this will not be the time for the kids to be in the room. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. We just want to put the warning out there because it, you uh, honestly, um, we've heard every single word. It got pretty heavy. We even saw Cop Kelly get frustrated to the point of like, how do you disrespect an older woman like that? And just trying to chime in like it doesn't matter. She was just uh, <laughs> just a witch. And, you know, it's just like it was it was hard. It was really hard. It was just a lot of back and forth. I felt like nothing got resolved until he dropped that. He dropped that and said, you know, like Jess, uh, Vanessa and I got married. Vanessa and I got married. The whole dynamic of the room changed. And this is where I'm like, oh my goodness. What is Debbie going to react? What is Debbie, what is she going to think? Yeah, that was my real question because you could see on her face that she had no clue. No clue whatsoever. That was her first time. Her first time finding out that they're actually married. And they do ask her, how does she feel about it? And she says, you know what? I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm excited. And, you know, I wish them all the best. And they're independent. They did something for themselves. And she's okay with it. Now, with when that happened, and everyone's kind of like, oh, my gosh, congratulations. Debbie says... Let me just find it here in my notes because I did write it in here. Yeah, there was a peace treaty being uh, put yes. together. She says, let's make peace. You are a ducking snake <laughs> and I hate you. I don't like you, but let's make peace. That's what she tells Jess. <laughs> and yeah, her and she want to speak to Brian. She says, but you and I have to make peace. Exactly. So. so the funny thing is all of the women in Culty's life, with the exception of Vanessa, seem to have no problem with Debbie once they leave Cult. <laughs> because if you remember when we spoke to Larissa, she's like, Oh, I'm friends with Debbie now. It's like, wait, okay, so you had to like divorce your husband to get along with your mother in law? <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh my God. So the fact that she said that, like, you are a ducking snake and I don't, I hate you and I don't like you. We have to make peace. So we see this happening while everyone's still congratulating them. So between this whole fiasco, they're making peace. They stand up and she says, you know what? I'm sorry for what I did. Then she says, like, they both say, I'm sorry, which I was like blown away. And I'm thinking, what the hell am I watching? I could have sworn they just wanted to rip each other apart and slit their throats because like it was it was like some Game of Thrones stuff here. I know. Then... I had a moment. <laughs> I had a moment. I'm like yelling at my TV. I'm like, I blame crack. It's like, that's it. Just I blame crack. There's communal crack in that air. I, there has to be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then they're like really like hugging it out. Then Jess and Brian decide to apologize, well, apologize, congratulate, whatever you want to call it, pre-treating. They did a trade. I don't even know. But they went up to Colty and Vanessa and said, congratulations, all the best. And right. Brian said something so dumb, like, wow, this is the most I've respected you. And I'm thinking... And I don't feel I, I I I wasn't I wasn't upset that Colt was like thank you because he's like you know it's kind of like a backhanded compliment like oh okay 
it's better getting a compliment from one the cheater who insulted him for his weight, insulted him for his craziness and everything else. So yeah, I would take it. I agree. I agree. But one of the big things that did come up was cults lying. That that was something that came up really, really big. And, you know, it was, it wouldn't have been so bad, but when Larissa said he lied, mm-hmm. Jess said he lied. And if you remember in the beginning of the season, part of Vanessa's problem with him was cult has a problem telling the truth. So it's like, hmm. But Sean did talk about the fact that Vanessa not only lied to Jess, because if you remember the last tell-all that they were on, Vanessa told this big lie about how, hey, you know, there was nothing going on between us. So she lied not only to Jess, but she lied to Sean. So it's like, ooh. And then we also find out that Jess cheated on her husband with cult. I was like, wait, what? Why? Vanessa. Vanessa cheated on her husband with cult. Yes, Vanessa cheated on her husband with cult. I'm like, what? Why? What? Why? 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 He was available. But it's so, it was like, oh my gosh. So, I don't know. Everybody seems to be happy, though. They became one big happy family bunch at the end of it all, besides Luis, of course, as he's not really wanted, and Brittany and the cheater, Ed. Uh, but overall... And Mr. And, and, and Mr. Muhammad... Oh, yes. That that guy always has an issue, but then he tends to come back for more TLC exposure anyway. So, really, he's just another loser. But um, <laughs> overall, what did you think of the Single Life whole series? Are you looking forward to season two? Because there is a season two coming out. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, of course, a couple of the cast members I'm not looking forward to. But I am looking forward to season two um, because it just really gives you a perspective of, I mean, you know, we always try to figure out why this person couldn't find love in the United States. And for some of them, like MicroEd, we get to see why. In other words, yes, this person is not the greatest person like we thought they were. It's not that, you know, there are no good people available. It's that, you know, they've just been a schlubby person. So, yeah. Same here. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Same here. I'm looking forward to uh, season two, but not some of the cast members who decided to come. they, They decided to contract to come back some of them are from happily ever after and from previous seasons so i'm excited for it but overall was it good it was it bad we got to see more in detail of one of our favorites of the single life and got to see the true colors of some of the losers that i really think they are truly disgusting and of course everybody knows how i feel about it so yeah overall hey let's bring on another season and (laughs) we'll see what happens so true, so true. 
So is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? We can definitely wrap it up. We do want to say thank you to all of you for your understanding and patience from last week. We had to do a reschedule. I did put out an episode about it. We've just been super busy and changes in our schedule. We had to do the live a little bit early because we've got some commitments to attend to this evening that's overlapping our live show. So we decided to do it at four. Um, we hopefully will be back on Clubhouse next week on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern and back to regular programming time at 5 p.m. But again, if there's anything that comes up, we will definitely let you know through social media, hopefully give you enough time in advance. But if not, you can always listen to this live again on the Facebook pages of Coupon Queen Pin and a little bit of everything with me. And of course, you can definitely listen on to the podcast. This episode does come out on Wednesday at 12 a.m. Eastern. We do have a new episode coming out this Friday for Shower Karaoke. We are so excited to have that out for you guys. Another three set of songs. How exciting. And of course, don't forget to always check my lovely co-host's podcast called CQP Moments on anchor.fm slash CQP Moments. Everything is going to be in the show notes for you. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen. From the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. With Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.